If you knew you were starting a business that would generate you $1 million per year, how much would you be willing to invest today? Travis Ferris is a real estate entrepreneur, sales coach, team leader, public speaker, and community builder. He's done the work with over $500 million in total sales. Now he's welcoming you to the table. But make sure you're ready. The coffee is for closers only. The mindset's the one thing that's going to keep you going. Coffee for Closers is powered by Collab Agents. Here's your host, Travis Ferris. All right, welcome listeners to another episode of Coffee for Closers powered by Collab Agents. So, uh, you know, in this, it's it's bringing as much value to the marketplace and business industry and, you know, sometimes real estate specific as we possibly can. And we, we have delight in bringing in all kinds of guests from across the spectrum. And, you know, one of our special guests today is a, an awesome gentleman and individual that I've come across in the last couple months that we're going to be talking about, like, like getting through just the middle of real estate. Like, where are you at? You know, starting from A to Z. We all started from A to Z. And just to, just to highlight, um, catching our attention, like catching my attention for a second is disrupting, like disrupting like your normal day, your normal flow. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk to, to our, our guest here, Matt Baldwin. Uh, he's out of Florida, just crushing real estate on a different level and in different ways. But, you know, the way that we met is I'm literally like cruising through my day and I open up my social media and like, you know, I get someone slid into my DMs and he's like, hey, man, share this listing I got. And I, I open it up and it's this dude dancing around a listening, listing like, follow me, and like cartwheels and and I was like, all right, dude, whatever. So shared it. Um, very collaborative. Um, and it was enough for me to be like, hey, like, who is this dude? Like, again, I shine bright. I ruffle feathers. I disrupt. Uh, so when someone kind of came and did that to me, I was like, all right, dude, I think we have a good conversation here. And we've had a couple conversations since. Uh, but without further ado, you know, Mr. Matt Baldwin, welcome to the show. Thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks, brother. Thank you, man. It's such a pleasure to be here, Travis, man. Look forward to this uh to this uh, little coffees and closers episode. I'm super grateful to be here. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to dive into some stuff and and help some people through because, I mean, there, there's people across, again, across the spectrum at all different places of their business. Uh, so I think there's some some aspects to, you know, what you've gone through and, and some of the successes you have. But we're going to hop right in here because, you know, we have an awesome concept uh, that I've talked to a couple individuals about. And it's this concept of like relational business, relational lead gen, uh, and then going deep and, and not necessarily like wide, like, you know, I don't want a hundred friends. I want 10 really amazing people that, you know, we can really pour into. And, you know, I always say like, I, I have no interest in level one people. I don't level two, three, four. Uh, I want to know who you are, what's your, why, what drives you. Um, if you're going to remain level one, you probably won't, won't be in my, in my atmosphere or, realm, whatever you want to say. So this concept, man, yeah, yeah. you pinged me. We had a little bit of a talk before the show. Um, you know, how are you utilizing like relationships? Like what are you doing to like build these across the nation? And, you know, what do you have planned with that? For sure. Um, yeah. So thanks. Yeah. I mean, uh, first off, um, the, the whole pinging you uh, thing was something that I, I honestly, it's just something naturally I, um, I did. I, I watched a lot of your videos, Travis. I, I like to study people before I, I really reach out to them. Um, I'm really 
um, like you say, level past level one. I really don't like to mess with many people that are not not like level two or three. I really like to, and they have to be genuinely people. Like I'm not saying don't be you know flashy or whatever, but I I have a really good and innate ability to look at someone and be like, yeah, I, I can learn a lot from this person. You know, um, you know, very humble person. I I try to be. I was not always like this, right? So. Um, but honestly, trying to, um, build long, long relationships on social media is probably the, the most, I, I think the best thing you could do as a, as a new, new agent coming in this business, start to follow, um, people who have already done the same success as you. It's, it's, it's pretty simple, right? I mean, don't reinvent the wheel here. Um, there are people out there that are continually doing things that are successful and it's not by chance. Right. It's not by it's not by chance. These people have systems, processes in place. And uh, you just look like you look like a guy that I wanted to know. You look like a guy. You're fun. You love your family. You were you know, you were quirky, you know, but you got the I mean, you do business, man. You know what I mean? Five hundred million. You know, I mean, that's that's something like that's and you're doing it in both, you know, Colorado and Hawaii. So, I mean, and that's where I want to be. I want to be where you are. So. You know, I want to, I want to learn from you, man. And I think that there's a lot to learn from everybody. You know, I think there's a lot that I can teach a lot of people um, as well uh, in terms of building genuine relationships. For sure. You know, show it, you know, so what I do is uh, I, I continually engage with people online. I continually say congratulations. I mean, to Alex Ramosley, Lisa Song, Sutton, you know, Kyle Toomey, Lindsay Joe out of Northern VA. I mean, the, the BAM crew, you know, I, I continually engage with these people because these are people that are, they really care about real estate and they're not just here to make a quick buck. They care about their clients, you know, and that, is, and that's hard, man. That's hard to find in this industry. I mean, it, most people are just, you know, here to make a quick buck, you know, and that's, that's just the facts, man. That's the facts well, about it. Well, you kind of take us to a couple good points. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people look at things transactionally, not relationally, um, which, you know, is very temporary. Um, one thing that you, you kind of said that is, it's an interesting, so first of all, I mean, one, I've, I've mentioned this in previous episodes is blue, blue, ocean, blue ocean strategy. So be looking at, it's a great book um, as far as like trying to seek out what, you know, what no one else is really utilizing to, to crush business or to do the things that you want to do. And with that, I mean, again, I do all sorts of lead gen. Um, we're going to talk about YouTube here in a second as well. Uh, the one thing that I, I, I try to always keep in mind though is, is YouTube working? Absolutely. It's passive prospecting. I know a lot of people doing it at a super high level. We do it at a mid-level. Honestly, I'm not going to say we're experts, but we definitely push it out. However, you know, this blue ocean strategy that you said is I am super mindful. And it's, again, it's a quote you always hear is, you know, be mindful of, you know, those cheering, cheering you on when you succeed, like, or those not clapping when you win. Um, Cause I think that shares a lot about people. And I'll tell you what, the people that do clap when I win, like, psych, like subconsciously, I want to take care of them. Like, God, like they're, right. they're good people. Right. Right. So on the flip side, right. right. I try to make sure that I am cheering and clapping for people as they win as well. Even if you hit, you, you hit it and you're like, oh man, gosh, like that was somebody, uh, like I, 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 
I did, I had an agent not join me. And like, sometimes I get irked with that. And I think at this time I was like, I'm not going to, and I still engage like, awesome, Ned, congratulations. But I think you're doing that. And if you do that, you're going to have success. So again, it's also 100%. instead of just lead gen and, and like doing things in a red water manner by you DMing people directly, you're, you're building a relationship. And I think, I think in this current time, relationships will be more of an asset than paid leads. 100%. Look, man, look, a lead, we all did Zillow. And I'm not crapping on Zillow. I'm not crapping on paid leads. There's just a different sense of when the lead comes across and it's referred to you by someone that you know. I'm sorry. There's just, there's, it's almost like it's in the bag. Like if you're a sound realtor and you're in real estate, you can't mess up a referral from a friend. You can't, unless, unless you are just a total jerk. Like you really can't like a referred list. Every referral I've ever gotten, I've crushed because I'm sound. I know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm able to listen to exactly what they want and I'm able to spend time with them. And now getting in, you know, getting into the YouTube, it's like the more and more I do YouTube videos, the more and more I become a better agent Yeah, because I'm learning these towns, these cities, the markets, what's around there. I'm speaking to the numbers. Um, so all together, it actually makes you a better agent. Um, but yeah, I mean, these people, like I reach out to online, like I know two billionaires now. I do. I yeah. have two billionaires in my, in my phone right now. Will they ever do a deal with me? I don't know. But they know they've talked to me twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, that's all I can plant the seed. You know, you can't win if you don't try, you don't play. So it's kind of my game. It's like, it's a long game, though. Yes. You know. All right. Well, it's a long game. You bring up, long you bring game, up the long game, short game. So, um, I mean, absolutely. So, um, you know, the same way that you ended up in my, like, again, in, on social media, where I was like, what? Who is this? Okay. Like, it, again, you do what I do because like I want to shake people up. Like if someone's walking by me and I'm trying to engage with them, like I literally might shake them so they like get out of their their like dazed state or their numbed out state of the current reality that they're living to where like they're like, okay, right, oh, right. I can think now. And you could do that with, the, with you know, some of these billionaire contacts that you have. Like, you know, they might have relationships, which is fine and done stuff. But at the same time, psychologically the same way that I see when people cheer for me that I want to take care of. If you like did something and dropped a video, like a quirky video, like you kind of have, have done before that might be like enough for them to be like, I'm going to just, I want to work with this kid. Like I want to work with you. Not necessarily you, you want to try to get them to work with you. So what would you say? Um, again, we hope to have a episode number two and you say, dude, I've done like some $10 million deals with these billionaires. What's your biggest success yeah. story of, business from relationships that we're talking about? Yeah. So my buddy, uh, Jimmy Phelps, uh, so I'm born and raised on an Island of Key West. It's just super rare. And my buddy's taking a charter out and these folks from California pop on the boat. They love it down there. They have a great time. And they're like, you know, we're thinking about moving to Key West. Um, do you know of anyone? And, and Jimmy's like, I mean, this guy's my brother. I've known him since I was like seven years old. He's like, yeah, I got the guy. No sweat. Long story cut short, um, they fly to Key West. Um, I'm really not flush with cash. I'm living in this 480 square foot apartment. COVID happened. 
I got a dog that I bought on Craigslist. And I was like, I, I told myself I was not going to get any more poor relationships. I was going to get a dog. So I got a dog and everything's going well. And then, so we fly to Key West. I rent a hotel, rent a rent, you know, spend pretty much all my money on this situation. And we pull up, we, all the houses that we looked at weren't a fit. And then I find a for sale by owner. And I, you know, I called him, made an appointment. And I mean, the, it was this beautiful custom architect home on the water. Um, it was designed by uh, Mr. Pike in Key West, and he was a long-standing architect. Um, and it was just gorgeous on the open water, and it was listed for like one five nine. And so there were some negotiations there, and we've we've settled at one four. Um, and lo and behold, we closed on the deal. And then uh, the American Dream Home with Cheryl Castone, I believe, reached out to the homeowner. And uh, lo and behold, like uh, on my birthday two years ago, we're shooting American Dream Home episode one at the house that we closed on. And uh, yeah, and then the rest was history. So that, that kind of blew me up a little bit and got me some, you know, some recognition. And, you know, people were hitting me up from high school like, you know, man, you know, I have a friend here. I have a friend there. My cousin's moving there, you know, so that was, you know, that was where the start of something really cool. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um Going all in and having faith, um, yeah. Like Nisa and I, just what twelve? I mean, the way we ended up in the real estate industry was kind of the same way. We were serving and bartending through college, and didn't really have even the money. Like we were like, I'm going to put this uh, the licensing test on the credit card. You better, you better pass. <laughs> and again, yeah, we we, right, right. we entered the industry with nothing, um, but right. you know, a lot of attitude and hard work. So I love to hear the stories of people making it happen. And you did. I mean, sometimes when you're pushed up against the wall yeah. and you go all in, like good things happen. Um, again, you're a new agent. What, what's the median sales price in Key West? Like 800K or something? Oh, 850. Yeah. So 1.4 million yeah. is absolutely luxury. So, you know, when you have all these people come 100%. in and I'm going to get into luxury. Well, you just heard how building relationships. Um, I think in the right areas, I actually have an agent in Crested Butte, Gunnison, who leads fly fishing you know tours, same kind of same thing. And he comes across some like legit people. Um, okay. So new agent, boom, FISBO 1.4, you crush it, you nail it out of the park. Um, you know, I think that month you had, you had said that you closed another $1.4 million deal. Like walk us through that one. Yeah. So that was January guys walk in my open house, uh, at a historical neighborhood in St. Pete, St. Downtown St. Pete. Uh, the guy kind of looked like Harry Truman, uh, the president. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yo, do you work for the CIA? And yo, he ends up working for the NSA. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he retired, but late, later, later they looked at me. I mean, they were the most proper people from Washington. I love them so much. We're actually still friends to this day. And, and they just were so caught off guard. They're like, looked at me, like I introduced myself. I had, man, I had cookies, baking, no chocolate croissants cooking in the oven. It smelled like this beautiful aroma. Like I learned how to do an open house. Like that's your first impression. Open houses are key for new agents. I mean, I don't understand if people don't, they don't do 12, 12 of them a month. Like that is the first and best impression that you can make on a bar. And then you realize they're actually for sellers too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 
that's the crazy part. Like seller neighbors are move are coming to your open house to see who you are. Yep. Really, really, you know. Anyway, to see the house, but you know they're they're there to they're there they're with the interest of possibly selling too. So yeah, so so I nurtured that lead for ten months. Uh, we looked at four houses, you know, up in that multi million. I mean, they were going up to up to four uh, at the time, but they settled around one point four, and we and I closed. From the the day I closed on Bay Drive in Key West, I closed on Bayshore Boulevard, which is funny. Uh, like four days between. I mean, I took I picked up eighty nine thousand dollars twenty twenty, and my whole life my whole life had changed at that point. Hundred so. percent. Yeah, I think you said you again more good points as far as new agents. I still again I'm twelve years in the business, and I still tell people like you have this wave of people like I don't want to call. Or I don't want to door knock, which like, don't get me wrong. I am, I am the agent that talks about the 90, 10, like rule of agents, like 90% of them will just, we'll say are dinosaurs that are probably going to like, you know, find themselves in a, uh, a world and environment that they aren't necessarily accustomed to. And we'll see what happens to, we all know what happens to the dinosaurs, everybody. Um, so there's this wave of being like, well, I'm going to do this new school. I'm going to do this, that. It's, and I, I constantly like, yeah, absolutely. We do that too. But there is a skill on the phone. Like this, this device right here is a, you know, seven figures a year tool device. Um, and you said it as well. I love open houses. When I talk to agents and I talk about it, I'm like, yeah. Like, and again, the same way that you were not, uh, you are different. And I always tell people too, yeah, if you have nothing to do, you should be sitting open house seven days a week. Like, I'll tell you what, like if you sit a Tuesday open house from 8 a.m. till 2 p.m., you might have people be like, man, I saw a sign and I was like, is, some, is somebody really doing an open house on a Tuesday at 8? Yes, I am. I'm glad to meet you. Like, Why not? Free buyers. The only thing it cost you was the cost of, you know, croissants to bake in the oven. And so you have, technically, you have uh, potential, not ready, willing, and able necessarily. You do, but people right. interested in real estate coming through to talk to. So, yes. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. I, I just uh, – I, I, I was addicted to open houses when I got into business. Mm-hmm. I, I thought this is – I mean, someone told me a quote when I was like starting my mental health, like re like my shift, you know, shifting the, the ship when you're going in one way and life is just like, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not working, man. Like whatever you're doing is not working. You got to kind of give your control over to something else. You got to surrender to a lot more. And, um, someone said, if you want to get, you want to get wet, go to go underneath the waterfall. And and I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, if you want to be around people that read, go to a library. If you want to be around people that like the gym, go to a gym. And even though it's so small and so minor, it's such a minor comment, you can apply that to any single thing in life, right? You can be healthy, go around healthy people. It's not going to be easy. So if you want buyers to go to an open house, yeah, that's where buyers go. <laughs> like, that's where they're going. And and you have an opportunity to make an impression on them, even if they're six months or eight months or 10 months down the road, it doesn't matter. So. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah. And then make them laugh. You know? Like do something different. Like have fun, yeah. man. Have fun with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be be honest though, but like I am brutally honest at ha- open houses. That window doesn't work. The plumbing's okay, but I think we might have to look at it. You know what I mean? And then you kind of like build out, not like depreciate the house, but you need to build trust, right? Yep. You need to build trust. In, and, I, and I'm not saying like depreciate the value. Look, if you're doing a service for your seller, you're, you're being honest. You're, you're, you're honestly, because you're going to hurt the deal regardless. Yeah, you go under inspection and now you know the plumbing's messed up. Well, why didn't you know that before? You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, well, you didn't know that before, but you need to fix it now. It's like, okay, well, you need to fix it. Well, we're not going to fix it. Well, in this market, you better fix it. You're not, your house is not selling. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's just, I don't know where you are, but in our market, we are strong in the Tampa Bay area, but sellers are offering mad concessions. Right. I mean, and they're reducing prices often. So it's like, so make, make joke, be funny. And, and, you know, but also one of the the best things that buyers love was kind of a paint them a, 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 a picture of what is possible in a house. You know, you know, you can change the floors. I got a floor guy, you know, maybe you need to make an extension. You can, you can create an ADU atop of the garage, an additional dwelling unit. They're super common where we are right now in St. Petersburg, you know, the mother-in-law, the mother's moving out of the big house and they don't want to go to assisted living. So they go to the parents, the, the kid's house. And so they build the ADU on top of the garage I mean, it's happening here like wildfire. It, it, it's so common around here. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. You wanna, you wanna be, you know, you, you wanna be real. Yeah, you wanna be real with the the people. So yeah, shock them, shock them. With and I, it's a it's a concept shock that I always talk about. The unsell. The reason, like, I have my exactly. my sales strategy is actually exactly. I, I term the unsell because, like, when I'm working with that. with people, they'll be like, well. And I'll be like, hey, dude, I don't give a sh- beep if you buy this house or not. Uh, you've got to live there. Right. You've got to pay the mortgage. Um, what do you think right. of the house? I can give you the capitalization rate. I can tell you, you know, economics, rentals. I'll give you all the data and statistics. But do you like the house? The only time I'll ever chirp in is like if you have a husband wife that are kind of like contemplating maybe two. I might say, well, that one is in a little bit of a higher demanded rent area in the event that you ever leave. one. I might might say that, but... Yeah. And what that does is you build immediate trust. So when someone comes to your open house and you're like, Hey, this, that, the other, um, I'm, I'm, I'm your dude. They're like, dude, like he's so transparent. You have no choice, but to immediately trust you, which no like and trust to transact. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm dealing with this client right now and he's like my age, he lives in North Dakota and he was a referral from a buyer and he chirps like a hockey player. Well, I play ice hockey as well, which is, you know, people think it's a little weird in, in, in Tampa, but um, we have so many ice rinks within like 25 miles I have seven ice rinks from me. So, um, and, and he, and I was showing my girlfriend last night, he's like, you guys are chirping at each other a little bit. And I was like, well, it's, I mean, he's got a sense of humor and I got a sense of humor and we're, there's a bond there. We've already connected, you know, like he had another guy he was messing with or another agent. And he's just like, you are just so real. Like you don't care. You care about serving us, but you're not going to walk on the eggshells for us. And I don't like people that just do. I don't like people that tell us what we want to hear. I want to hear the honest truth. And that was when he decided to use me. Cause I was like, he's like, is this house good for me? I says, brother, the only person I could tell you that is you. 
Like, I don't know if this house is right for you. You're telling me what you want. I'm giving you homes that meet that criteria and you have to make the final decision. He says, that's exactly what I want to hear. So I was like, yeah. So, you know, when you, you're going to get that from me, you know, you're going to get the honest opinion, you know, and, uh, I think that's something that, uh, uh, it's like one of my superpowers, you know, and people, people can really see through me, right? They can see like, this guy's genuine. Cause I think you can see if I'm kind of giving it to you, like you, what you want to hear. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that's was a place that I had to get through. That was an uncomfortable place for me, maybe because that's what our world's kind of built around. Just kind of, you know, not going against the grain, yeah, pot, you know, like posturing. doing what it, Posturing, posturing exactly you know posturing so yeah yeah man so um i'm excited man i'm excited for the this where we are in the world i'm excited for um uh these these interactions that we have you know uh and social media these you know it's amazing we can social media is such a powerful tool it it, it obviously is is in that it's it can be demoralizing in so many different ways, obviously, right? But it's like, just don't watch those videos, right? Yeah. Cre create and do not consume or control yes, con exactly. Control the scroll, we always say too. Um, I like that. Which, yeah, which is, it's hard to do and it's a necessary, it's like kind of a necessary evil. And But I will say, because um, again, there's kind of like a new school, old school, like, Sure. tactics uh, and even though right. again zillow's been around for 20 years folks just so you know like when you actually talk about it and like oh zillow right they've been around for 20 years so they are not new right. social media has been around for 12 probably i think about 12 solid years in the real you know so it's like it's not necessarily new but i don't want to say it's a necessary evil but it does let you interact and get in front of people that you otherwise wouldn't. And again, utilizing it the Never. way that you did, where, where just DMing, building relationships. Yeah, and you could take that, like those two billionaires. What if I made a, like, I know where they live. <laughs> like, yeah. I know that's creepy, but like, I, I mean, it is kind of creepy, but I, I see one of them. She's so, she walks, she's so active in our community i eat at restaurants downtown she lives downtown i'm not going to blow her up and throw her out there but um she's an amazing woman and she's doing amazing things for our community right now like amazing innovations you know what i mean like completely she's on she's you know she's um she's on the the cusp of of ai and it's happening right here in st petersburg florida so it's like one what if i was able to strategically think about how to bring value to her in some way, yep. you know, and right now I subscribe to her, you know, her, her, her newsletter, I engage, I read her content. Um, you know, she's, she's a power. I mean, she's a beast, obviously she's a billionaire. Um, um, but I mean, there's just, like you said, there's just ways that you can make an influence or be, get on someone's radar in this, in this world that you would never in a million years be able to do without social media. For, so, I mean, for sure. I, I love it. I love there, it. There's a book called The Third Door. I don't know if you've ever read that one. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't. For your listeners, a book called The Third Door it was, is exactly, I guess, what you said to where there's, you know, you always have a front door and a back door that like when you're, when you, when you like look at a person, hey, I want to, I want to interact with that person or I want to transact with that person. Um, there is always, there's, and if you can't get through the front door, 
and you and you probably can't get through the back. There's always a way. It's kind of like the seven. Uh, what is it? Like all all people are connected by seven connections. I can't remember. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing to yeah, where I, I think I can't remember the story. It's been like a couple of years since I read the book, but it was like he wanted to do. I think an interview with like we'll just throw a name like a Bill Gates. I want to do an interview with Bill Gates, and he like okay. couldn't couldn't get find the connection to do it. But he started thinking like there's always a third door to get any, and he ended up getting the the interview with with really? that person. And it was it was even like uh, I think he's using. Price is Right, how to get onto the show. He's like, I studied that there was actually like data and statistics that was able to to where I could hack getting onto the show. And so it's the same thing like, hey, there's this person. I'm going to consume their content, content so I can learn and like bring value to them. So real quick, Matt, um, what your marketplace, man, I, I know we've kind of tiptoed around it. Like where are you from? Where do you sell? Um, give us a rundown. Yeah, so I, I my channel is uh, the life in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, you're going to go on there and see that's super weak right now, but we're building up the portfolio so we can we can post post like every other day or at least three times a week. Uh, I've had some some fires and some um, some deals, so I've been spending my time. So life in St. Petersburg, Florida, St. Pete, Florida um, is by far one of the coolest places that you could possibly live. We have the Tampa Bay Rays who just signed a $4 billion deal to stay in St. Pete. We have an Emily arena where the Tampa Bay lightning won back to back Stanley cup champions. And we obviously have uh, the buck stadium across. So, I mean, St. Pete is basically San Francisco and Tampa is basically Oakland. So it's literally that close in terms of proximity. I mean, Pinellas County is huge. We have Clearwater, which is, you know, beautiful. We have coat, you know, 100 miles worth of the most beautiful beaches, seven miles away from me. So I can literally be on those beautiful beaches in 12 minutes. Um, and I also can go to the city and go to a Michelin star restaurant in downtown Tampa at the addition. I mean, literally this lifestyle here is, I mean, for me, it's perfect because it has water and I can play a little ice hockey and we obviously can play some golf. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if, if I answered your question. But. Yeah, absolutely, man. That works. Um, so real quick, you got licensed, like started licensed or you got licensed in 2019, Schmovid hit 2020. Um, at that time, again, we kind of talked about some of your successes early on, which we'll loop back around as, as we kind of wrap up. Um, but like, what were some of the struggles? Like, again, you know, going all in, not being flushed with cash, going into a new industry, like when Co Schmovid hit, and, you know, you had to face a different reality, I think that we all did. Like, what were some of the struggles? And it could be during that time in business, personally, like, what were some of the struggles that you went through that you were just like, again, I like to see, because I always said this, wh- who are you? Like, you, you see real, you see people when the wind's taken out of their sails. Again, everyone looks like a sa- right. sailor when the, when the wind is blowing perfectly, but blowing who right, who right. are you like what happened when the wind was taken out of your sails like walk us through like whatever time that was for you in that in your life yeah man so uh i got 90 grand 2020 i've closed on those two properties i think i'm the man i think i'm the man i thought i was the man i thought i was this was always gonna happen million dollar deals were gonna come my way i had a couple i had a 13.5 million dollar guest house that w- w- fell on my shoulders that deal disintegrated. I had a 4.8. They ended up going with a, a more, you know, established name in Key West. I thought I was, 
you know, at that point in time, I thought it was always going to be like that. And I just got hit in the face by one punch after the next. I mean, I'm just talking punches. I'm talking blows. And, you know, and these are stuff that I did work on, you know, title searches, $400, $500, money I did not have. And that was one, that was one major thing is like, you know, continually stepping through and staying in and staying consistent and, and making sure that, you know what, Matt, these deals are coming on your lap for a reason. They're going to come back to you. Don't sweat it. It's going to come back. But mainly is I found out who I was, you know, I'm not a Gucci guy. You know, I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought a Rolex. I bought a Gucci. I bought a Mercedes and I hate it all. I don't wear, I, I, the, the, the Gucci's are sitting there. They never are worn. The, the Rolex never gets worn. My Mercedes, I can't stand it. I want, I want a 2022 Land Cruiser and I want to wear, you know, shirts and hats all day. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, I, it taught me who I, who I was and what is really, what really matters. Right. And for me is being myself, being a genuine, genuine guy in this business. And, 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 you know, just, just being someone that looks, you know, that he looks like kind of just like a normal guy, but who can, pretty much buy the whole restaurant lunch. That's the guy that I want. That's the guy I am. I mean, I really am. I buy people lunch all the time. They don't even know it, right? I'm like, I want. they look like they don't have a lot. I, I want to buy that guy lunch, put that guy's lunch on my, put that guy, buy the next five coffees coming through. I mean, and, and, and I think because I do that, deals continually come my way. I, I think, I really truly believe it. And so, yeah, so my so and and there's a I mean there's crying days in this business, brother. If you don't if you don't cry in this business, I don't know if you're doing enough. I mean, there's there are some dark days in this business because, you know, you're you're leveraged so much, you know, you spend so much time. Yeah. And you know, and then, you know, so so I mean there's ways to get around that, which is, you know, segueing over to YouTube is I'm tired of prospecting and, and and god bless anyone that could sit on the phone and call you hours a day it's just not it's just not in me or cold and i don't know where you you are but in florida you can get shot for door knocking so uh we don't really <laughs> i'm not kidding you like uh and not in just bad like neighborhoods like you just and we got the solar guys out here crushing it like there's so much stress out on people door knocking these days yeah i'm not saying that doesn't work but it's really going into that making that video you know, on YouTube, that long form video and making sure that you're utilizing the people that are doing it. Cause there's people out there right now that are really, you know, they're, they've, they've created the template, you know, and it's not easy still, yep. even though they did it. So yeah, but. years of constantly pushing. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we don't door knock anymore. As far as us, I still call not cold calls, but I mean, we, we do legion sites and things like that. Uh, but as a consumer, so we used to door knock and I remember like we now have two kids, uh, little young daughters, like babies and toddlers. Right. right. And I remember like, uh, well, it was probably like four or five months ago, um, somebody knocked on my door and it made, uh, at the time, like my two month old oh, no. wake up and start crying. And I'm like, oh, no. and, ah. and so I literally like at that moment, I'm like, I, I'm I'm annoyed at a door knock. So I literally right. at that time right. I called like my head Hawaii agent. And I'm like, do not door knock. Like no, just no more <laughs> door knocking because I don't do anything that I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Right. If something annoys me, that means right. I'm annoying people if we're door knocking right. on doors. So that's where to tell you in over the years from the door knocking, I would always evaluate results. 
and I never got a listing or business from the door knock, but I actually did get a couple million of business off of what I left behind. So people that didn't answer when I left something behind, I'd actually get called like, Hey, you left this on my door. Um, We're thinking of selling. So a couple of years ago, I actually switched from door knocking to, okay, look, and just evaluating, I was like, all right, it's it's about one to two minutes each door I knock on or a 10 second canvas. And so when I said all the results were coming from the canvas, we've been just, we would canvas, we'd canvas neighborhoods and just leave stuff behind, not actually knock on doors. But I, I also right. evaluate that on, on cold calls to where, and again, I'm not annoyed personally when people cold called me, if they're good, you know, caveat there, if they're good, because I mean... So, I try to be courteous and nice. So if someone calls and they're good, I'll be like, Hey, you know, um, and I mean, hail, like, so let's see, I've, I've been called on after hail stuff and I'm like, yeah, dude, my, my roof did get hail. Like, and again, as long as they're good, if they're, <laughs> if they're crappy or yeah. rude, then I'm like, you know, screw off, dude. Take like after, peace take out. Me after call yeah, it. absolutely. DNC, right. DNC, like whatever. But yeah, so I just always try to be mindful on that. So, um, Okay, so we know where you're, where you were at, where you're headed. Um, one thing that you did is you, you talk about you know dealing with the clients or buyers and, and sellers or listings uh, that are you know unconventional, more complex deals that other agents don't want to talk. You know what does that look like for you? Yeah, man. So I, I have an old friend. Uh, he was downsizing three months ago. Gives me a call. I need to sell my house. Um, house is uh, it's got wood rot tons and tons of wood rot around the windows and it's just not going to, it's just really not going to get the most money top of market. And and that's our goal as realtors, right? Our goal, I mean, if we're brass tacks is here to make the most money for that, that, that house. I mean, that is our one goal, man. It's not to sell it quick. It's not to get it on the market as fast as possible. No, it is to prepare it the best you possibly can so you can make the most money. And, and, and I don't know if a lot of people think like that. I, I don't know. I, mean, I think that should be the aim. But I, I, I honestly, so I take this house. The guy has no money. I put a bunch of money into it. Um, I actually found a company to do most of the work. They're out of Tampa. Um, they'll actually fix up the whole, they'll do the repairs. They'll, they'll paint it. I mean, they've spent probably $15,000 interior, exterior, wood trot, fascia board replacement. And there was a huge pitch on the house. Um, so, and they fixed it and they'll get paid at closing. Um, but then I had to rent a storage for him. I had to rent a U-Haul for him. I moved everything. I found a disc, uh, a furniture place that's actually high end that does rentals. So I rented furniture for $75 a month. I got artwork, which I don't really highlight people doing this, but I ended up buying all this artwork and then returning it. Um, and, you know, I don't really care. I think it, it is what it is, but it really helped my client out a lot. Um, we, we got the house under contract nine days. Um, we got almost a full asking offer. And, um, I mean, it, it, I just took them on showings. I just got back because we weren't going to show them property until we got the appraisal back and we get it back today. So, I mean, and these are things that I offer my clients. It's like, look, you know, in Florida, property has gone up $254,000 if you bought 30 years ago. And that's the majority of people that I that are around. They've lived in their homes forever, and you know they're sixty to seven years old, and they have three, four hundred thousand dollars of equity in their house, and they don't have twenty thousand dollars cash. 
right? Just they might be on a, you know, set income or, you know, so it's really, I think, uh, going to be a huge, uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to be a trend in real estate uh, where you, how you, how do you help your client maximize their return? Um, but you have to have a trust factor. You have to have trust in that client uh, and that seller, the seller, and you have to have a really good connection. There has to be trust there because there's a lot of things that happen in this deal that, you know, that could have went sideways. You know, I mean, what if we didn't get it under contract? What if, you know, what if just a lot of what ifs, you know, like, so, I mean, it's, it's been a lot, but I think, you know, these deals are even, they, these deals are even mean, mean a lot more. I mean, um, so, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm excited. We're almost done, but you know, I think a lot of realtors avoid deals like this. Yep. Um, I really do. I, I don't think that realtors, they'll see a house, you know, I mean, we did a lot, a lot of work in this house. I mean, I have to, this electrician, I have a relationship with an electrician, I mean, and that's the other relationship aspect, right? It's like I refer this electrician out $15,000 a year. I've already given him fifteen this year, and I might give him some more business later if it comes up. But that's why he's able to do the work for me, and I pay him at closing. Yeah. Like if you're not creating these relationships with these vendors, you, I might offer more than you. Yeah. Right? I mean, and that's just that, – that's just – I mean, that's just building relationships – and I don't ask for him for anything. I did say one time, I was like, look, dude, I've given you enough listing, enough business. I think you need to give me a, a referral. Yeah. And I think he's actually, he's actually going to sell his house with me um, very soon. So that, that was pretty cool. That was an agent uh, at Bold, at Keller. She was like, I told my nail salon that I'm going to stop going to them if they don't give me business. And literally the next day, she got like a listing out of it. And, and I was like, wow, that's pretty, you know, pretty brave, you know? And the next day I went and told my, my friend, I was like, look, man, I've given you $15,000 for the business. I'm going to need a referral out of you. You know what I mean? And yeah. he was like, well, I'm actually thinking, I'm actually thinking about selling my house. You want to sell it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and this guy works with big realtor, like huge real estate agents in our city, you know? Yeah. But it's because I think I asked, yeah. you know, and, and because I'm not like flush all the time, you know what I mean? Like I'm out here really trying to add value to this business, to this industry. So good point. Like it's uh, I think yeah. we're going into a skills based market. So if you don't have skills, 100%. those are the, you know, we've already, we, it's total skills. 30% of agents have exited. I think uh year to date Left. and hundred percent. It's because we're in a skills based market. And again, what you said, what we call them MLS agents, and there's a couple great aspects if you're listening to this that you need to, uh, you know, you do good work because you care. So like going above and beyond because right. you actually care, having skills, building a relationship. Another key fact is take care of your vendors because absolutely I've had um, in the past, I've had uh, buddies that were civil engineers and structural engineers right. to where, hey, um, you know, we have unpermitted issues. Okay, well, if a structural engineer can actually get in there to, today and today. and do stuff yeah. that we need to, boom, right. smooth the deal over. Same thing, an electrician. So your vendors are your tool belt. So, hey, and I, I did this too, again, a couple of years ago in uh, Kailua, I had a listing that was like, a, a, it was a freaking, not a teardown, but it was a fixer upper for sure. And it was like 1.5 million and I did the same wow. thing, dude. I had a, my buddy was a contractor. I was like, "Hey, dude, um, I need you to basically come in, like, kind of redo the kitchen and like 
I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put my name on it, but you're going to get paid at closing. So, I mean, you have to, right. you have to know like, all right, well, if this deal falls through, like I'm going to have to cut a fat check. Um, but <laughs> we got the deal done. We closed it. He got paid. We got paid the seller. You know, we helped the seller out. So yeah. Uh, but you would have never been able to do that if you didn't have a vendor, you know what yep, I mean? Like, for sure. Sorry, I'm having some. No, you're and, good, man. It's true. I mean, it's true. Like you have to have, like I have, I have GCs in my pocket. I have people that can, you know, can make some moves because I've intentionally, and that was what I did in the beginning of this business. I was like, okay, who's my team? And I'm like, I don't have, a t- I don't have a team. You know what I mean? Like I got to go make a team. And and then people were like, I was like, oh, contractors are my team. Title are my team. Handymen yep. are my team. Like these are these are your teams. Like if you're a new agent out there, think outside the box. Yeah. Man. Like, like get your, get your people in your, you know, and, and honestly, it's going to teach you like, do you, is this, is this really your, the business you're supposed to be in? Yep. You know what I mean? Because this business is a relationship business, man. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it just is. So, you know, for all you new, all the new agents, just, oh my goodness gracious. No, that, that's oh. actually, let's, cause we're, we're going to start to wrap up here. Um, take yeah. us there, like, um, right where you're going. I just wanted to like highlight this as a new agent, like you can hear it, like the things that Matt's gone through, the things that he's done to, you know, get by and succeed as a new agent. So take us there. You know, first is, you know, make sure your open house game is strong, right? Make sure that you know the numbers in that market, make your CMA, make your comparative market analysis, you know, make sure you know the house. A, if you're doing an open house, make sure you know that house better than the owner, right? Make sure you know the window, every, every single thing. And then this one agent taught me this one thing really, when you, when you people walk into a house, introduce yourself, say the facts, enjoy yourself in the house, meet them, make sure you know that when they're on their way out, then you start to conversate them. People really want to see the house for themselves. Sometimes you can either ask them, would you like a tour of the house or would you like to see it yourself? You know, I mean, that was one thing that, and then act busy, look like you're doing something. That was something that it's hit or miss actually. All right, guys. So yeah, Matt, Matt was basically wrapping up here and essentially he was saying, learn YouTube. That's his big pearl. If I can give you one major pearl to kind of caveat with that as well, it's get comfortable in front of the camera. So if you are in real estate or any business and it's, it's essentially, especially sales, you need to get comfortable in front of the camera. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite quotes that I've heard is, my crappy video will outperform your non-existing video every day of the week. Um, and it's one of those things where when people say, oh, well, they're just natural in front of the camera. It's a skill because I have been in front of cameras and recording content since 2016. Um, and there's been some situations where we're filming pilots, you know, cameras, lights, action um, to where I was like, thank God I have been in front of a camera. It's a skill. It's something you learn that you gradually get more and more and more comfortable with so that when the lights come on and you hit record, it's there. So my pearl to caveat with Matt's, you know, learned YouTube is going to be get in front of cameras, record it, and then post it on YouTube. And what Matt was saying too, is as far as learning YouTube, you know, whether it's vidIQ or TubeBuddy to actually go in and look at the data and analytics of YouTube. What are people searching for? What are people interested in? 
in, and this is, this is actually goes into like marketing 101 is, you know, you're not going to start a company or create a product based on what you think you need to pull the consumer. Hey, consumer, what do you guys want? You know, like what's important to you. And then you create something around that same thing goes in YouTube to where, what are people searching for? What do they want to learn about? And then actually creating the video. So awesome episode with Mr. Matt Baldwin. Uh, we look forward to doing a number two with him later on, hopefully, you know, getting some more business and sharing some more insightful secrets. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and always coffees for closers, which is why you guys are here because we look forward to helping you guys close. All right. Aloha. Enjoyed this episode of Coffee for Closers? Subscribe to the show anywhere you find podcasts and follow Collab Agents on social at Collab Agents. Thank you.